Welcome to the JPR Group Podcast, brought to you by the JPR Group of Baird Private Wealth Management. We're dedicated to bringing our clients, colleagues, and centers of influence the latest in wealth strategies, ideas, and information to keep you informed and confident. Also, listen in on conversations with industry leaders and interesting people from around the country that are changing the landscape of their businesses. This is the JPR Podcast. This is Sean Perry with the JPR Group. Today, we are sharing with you some audio from our first ever JPR Roundtable WebEx. We did a live WebEx with clients, myself, Drew Ritchie, Mike Jennings, Josh Marson, and Andrew Boyles discussed current market conditions, some updates around our team, and answered a few client questions. I hope you enjoy. Excited to be coming to you today, and we hope everyone is safe and well at home. This is, as I said, our first um, one of these. We plan to do these on a monthly basis, so our expectations would be that we will be much better two years from now than we are today. All advisors have been working from home for what is now nine weeks, and we are all coming to you from our individual new office environments. Today, we're going to do three things. We're going to have a market discussion led by Mike Jennings and Andrew, I mean, Mike Jennings and Josh Marson, a few planning topics from Andrew Boyles, and Drew Ritchie's going to talk to us about an update on the office and the team. That'll be followed by a Q&A, and our goal is to keep this to between 20 and 25 minutes. So I'm going to turn it over to Mike and Josh for the market discussion. Thanks, Sean. Um, I wanted to uh, connect Mike in on this. So we, we were speaking earlier about a few things we're seeing in the markets. And as we always have uncertainties, no matter if it's now, five years ago, or five years forward, there's always uncertainty. Um, and there's really two uncertainties that I can think of in the short term. Number one would be that as we begin to open the economy back up and each state opens its economy um, throughout different phases, it's unpredictable at the moment what that's going to do regarding infection rates. So we really can't look out two to three more weeks and see if opening uh, each state economy, how that's going to affect the uh, infection rates. So that's one uncertainty that I see, hopefully, uh, we look two to three weeks from now, infection rates still continue to go down. Each state continues to open up more and more, um, and that will bode well for uh, the economy. The other uncertainty I see is currently states are in different phases. So if you think about a state like Georgia, for instance, they're a few weeks ahead of everybody else. Um, but there's each state is doing their own phasing, so there's different requirements, and um, it'll take time for us to see how this actually uh, affects each economy. So those are really two of the um, the uncertainties I see in the short term. Um, Mr. Jennings, do you have a few uncertainties that that you could think of? Yes, as we continue to talk about the uncertainties, uh, another of those is earnings. Uh, corporate earnings are certainly uncertain at this point. Uh, many industries, such as the travel industry, airlines, uh, earnings are going to be dramatically affected. 
the big question is how quickly will these earnings recover? Uh, the market appears at this point to anticipate a quick recovery. That's still uncertain. Uh, another uncertainty, of course, is this is an election year. And as such, uh, there's always uncertainty there, and, and uh, there'll be a level of volatility caused by that. The, the main summary of our thought about the short-term term uncertainty is we, we anticipate continued volatility in the markets, and we could see another uh, pullback. Uh, but having said all of that about the uncertainties, we feel very confident about the long term. Uh, I was watching a program this morning and a jeweler whose business has been uh, adversely affected, as you might imagine, shared that his father was in World War II. And his father always talked about that the United States in the 1940s was in a major war in the West and the East. We were in a major war in Europe. We were in a major war in the Pacific at the same time, and yet our American ingenuity uh, caused us to be victorious there, and we're confident that we'll be victorious in this uh, war against this coronavirus because of the ingenuity of, of business owners, uh, uh, the, of all of us, of learning how to keep safe. Josh, you want to talk about some winners uh, that in this long-term confidence? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I think it's there's a, a case to be had that once we get on the other side of all this, um, there's going to be winners and losers in companies and in industries. Um, not that we're here to pick which one those are, but it's you can look at it right now and and companies that are um, not as affected by uh, the current virus are, are doing better. You know, tech companies uh, are not the tech companies they were of 20 years ago. So um, you look at them, for instance, they're doing very well. Any type of company that is able to provide goods and services, um, you know, whether it be your grocery stores, um, you know, Amazon, for instance, companies like that, um, there's a, a better possibility that they're going to be the winners on the other side. Um, you can even look at the, the airline industry that's been hit very hard by all this. Uh, by no means am I picking a certain airline, but I can tell you that there's certain airline companies that will make it through this, and it's based on having good balance sheets and good management. So on the other side, yes, airlines still will exist. Uh, there may be a few less. Um, but there will be winners and losers, uh, including uh, within industry. So as we think about our long-term confidence, we are confident in American ingenuity. We're confident that there are companies that are going to come out winners much stronger in this environment. And finally, we're confident in medical advances. The greatest medical minds around the world are working on both a vaccination and treatment for this coronavirus. Uh, we're confident that they're going to develop uh, one or both of these, uh, and hopefully uh, much sooner than than anticipated. Uh, as we think about that also, uh, we're much better prepared right now medically than we were three months ago. Uh, think about the number of ventilators that are, are available now. 
think about uh, the huge increase in personal uh, protective equipment. Uh, and, and our uh, healthcare professionals are understanding more and more about the virus. So there are short-term uncertainties, uh, but there are a number of things that give us confidence that long-term, uh, our country is going to weather the storm and come out on the other side even stronger. John. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Josh. We appreciate those comments. Um, before I turn it over to Andrew, just a reminder, if you have questions, uh, you can enter those in the chat feature. I can see those, and then we can address those later in the Q&A session. So I'm going to turn it over to Andrew Boyles, and he's going to talk about a few planning-related topics that we've been helping clients with lately. Thanks, Sean. So yeah, so aside from the, the market conditions, there are a couple planning opportunities uh, that we see clients having the chance to take currently. There's four main ones. The, the one I'm going to start with um, is relatively new, and it, it's come about since our last advisor roundtable. So uh, at the end of March, of course, we have all heard about the CARES Act that Congress passed, uh, most notably because of the, the $1,200 stimulus checks that were passed out, along with the Paycheck Protection Program for small businesses. But for retirees and those that are currently taking required minimum distributions, inside of that legislation, they actually waived RMDs or those required minimum distributions for 2020. So uh, if you are retired and, and are required to take those from an IRA, or if you inherited an account from somebody and were taking those RMDs, you will not have to take that for 2020. And the reason for that uh, these values that you're required to take out are based on the values of your account uh, at the end of 2019, which of course was was a little bit higher at that point. So um, based on not wanting to force investors to sell investments when they're low and, and, and take distributions out of their account, they have waived that requirement for 2020 and will go back into effect in 2021. So. We, we get a lot of questions around that being waived for this year. Uh, we have many clients that uh, will just take their RMD at any single point throughout the year, but we also have clients that have their account set up to maybe take those on a monthly basis um, and spread it out evenly across the year. So there, if, if you fall into that ladder boat and are taking it out on a monthly basis, there is a little bit of relief that you have access to. So. You can, uh, as long as you've taken a distribution within the last 60 days, you are allowed to, to contribute that or it would technically be a rollover back into your IRA. So um, if this is something that you think pertains to you where you've had a distribution come out of a, an IRA in the last 60 days that, that would have counted toward that required distribution uh, and you're interested in maybe seeing if you're eligible to put that back in, uh, give us a call and we'd be happy to, to talk through that with you. So that's the big change uh, that's most recent is the waiver of the RMDs. On another note, something that we've been talking about for a while now are qualified charitable distributions. So a qualified charitable distribution is when you are giving directly to a charity from your IRA rather than you receiving the funds first and then contributing to the organization. And the benefit of doing that is, is when you contribute directly from your IRA to the organization, 
uh, it doesn't count towards your taxable income from the year. So that is still remains the same for 2020. Although the RMDs have been waived, uh, as long as you are 70 and a half, you're still eligible to uh, give a qualified charitable distribution. Uh, so nothing has changed there. The next thing is tax loss harvesting. Uh, we have many clients that in brokerage, non-retirement accounts, uh, have held positions, uh, stocks, mutual funds, whatever the case may be for a long time, because if they were to sell that, it would create a, a tax consequence for them. Um, so we have many clients that are, are holding on to things that they particularly don't care for anymore and would like to maybe diversify out of into something that's more prudent for their current situation. So with the market pullback, we've seen a number of, of non-retirement brokerage accounts um, where that, that realize, unrealized gain has either shrunk or completely gone away and actually trading at a loss. So it gives us an opportunity to um, move, out, move out of positions that uh, may not be appropriate for you any longer uh, into something uh, more prudent while you know, not creating a significant tax consequence for you. So that's in non-retirement assets specifically. And then the fourth and the last planning topic that uh, we've worked with a handful of clients on are Roth conversions. Uh, for some, tax deferment is, a, is not a, a big priority, but for uh, those people specifically, we've seen where we can shift assets from a tax deferred IRA into a, a Roth IRA, um, a tax-free vehicle that you can use down the road. So uh, those are the four, the, the RMD waiver, the qualified charitable distributions, tax loss harvesting, and Roth conversions are the, the four big planning strategies that we spend a lot of time on. And if you think that may be appropriate for you, then feel free to call your advisor and we'll be happy to talk to you about it. Great. <clears throat> Thanks for that, Andrew. That was some great timely information. And as Andrew said, if you want to dig in a little deeper, feel free to call your primary advisor and they can definitely help you with that. Uh, now we're going to turn it over to Drew Ritchie. Drew's going to share just a number of different various and sundry updates with us. So, Drew. Thanks, Sean. Um, welcome, everybody. Uh, we're really excited to be having today's call. Um, as, as you all have clearly seen over the last two or three months, we have been communicating in a lot of different ways. So, this latest edition uh, of the JPR Advisor Roundtable um, really just builds on that. So, first off, let's just talk through work from home. Uh, you can see our, all of our advisors are in our work from home offices. They've developed over the last couple of months. I would say every week we add a little bit to it until we're, uh, we're, we are fully functioning. So um, other than shaking your hand or meeting with you across the table face to face, um, our office is, uh, we, we think, functioning at full capacity to serve our clients. Um, especially through our, our partnership with Baird um, that has really just, um, you know, come, come to pass over the last couple of years. There's new technologies that we've implemented, um, things like DocuSign and now the video conferencing and all of these things that uh, really allow us to serve our clients just like we always have. So in that spirit, um, let's talk about getting back to the office. Um, it's currently open. We have two uh, staff members on site daily. However, the door's locked. Um, it is for deliveries and deposits 
and um, you know that type of, of stuff that it's necessary to be on site for only. Um, our company policy is that after a 14-day decline in new COVID cases, state by state, um, that offices will begin to reopen at a 20 to 30 percent capacity. Well, our office has 10, uh, 10 employees, and that means two to three people uh, will be back at the office after a 14-day decline. So about where we've maintained it anyway, um, it's going to be a while before we're really encouraging clients to come in and meet with us face-to-face. -face. But we, we want to hear from you. Are you open to a video conference? Um, are you wanting to do your summer review over the phone? How do you want to handle that? And hopefully uh, later in the summer, end of July, 1st of August, we will be able to welcome clients back into the office um, on a limited basis and, and by appointment. So let's talk about that. We had our annual Baird meeting last week, and our CEO, Steve Booth, um, really put it well. He said, we're in a unique uh, position in our industry that's highly functioning around technology to really, as the economy reopens, we can wait in the back of the line and patiently wait for our brothers and sisters out in the economy that have to be in their businesses, that have to be on site, um, those um, essential workers, if, 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 if you will, uh, let them out there first and we can stay out of the way and still serve our clients in this manner. So there's gonna be a lot more to come um, and let's talk about how we're gonna communicate that. So in the last two months, uh, we started with just a weekly e-newsletter or an email going out to our clients. The service team um, has since launched a more formal uh, JPR advocate newsletter. So a bi-weekly publication that's electronic that comes to all of our clients that we have email addresses on file that gives timely updates on what we're doing, status of the office, planning concepts, events that are coming up, um, and really just that need to know information. Um, we call it the advocate and it is by your service team for the benefit of our clients. And um, our, our service team has just done an excellent job um, in developing that, implementing it in a professional way. And these are things that are gonna continue long past this pandemic that we're currently going through. We're also doing a version of that for business people. Um, we, our advisor team is very active in the business community of Bowling Green and the Barron River area. And we strive to be resources um, to those folks as well. So uh, in the spirit of the JPR advocate, we have launched The Connection, which is a newsletter to our business community. If you, uh, our clients, uh, would like to receive those business communications or know someone that would like to receive that, please let us know. Uh, it's a service that we're providing um, for our business colleagues. The JPR podcast is something um, that we have really um, put a lot of resources towards developing during this time. We think through the podcast, we can get one, timely updates to our clients, interesting interviews. It can be an archive for planning topics that you can sign on and listen to a 20 minute conversation with one of our advisors and an industry expert um, so that you can really, you know, get more information and be a better resource to you. So we wanna hear, we wanna hear your feedback on that. What would you like to hear on the JPR podcast? Um, and how can that better be a service to you? Um, the advisor roundtable, this meeting, we wanna provide an opportunity 
every single month for all of our clients to interact with all five of our advisors. Most of you interact with one of us um, regularly. Uh, you interact a lot with our service team, and you may have a primary relationship manager where you say, hey, I usually just talk to Josh, or I usually just talk to Mike. The benefit of the JPR group is that there are 10 of us, and we collaborate daily. So this advisor roundtable that you're seeing right now is something that happens in our office every single day, and it's happening in our work from home environment every single day. So two times a day, we're all dialed in, we're idea sharing, we're talking about client strategies, and we're, and we're really doing that on your behalf. So um, again, thanks for participating today, and we hope that it's gonna be a great resource for you on an ongoing basis. The number one thing that we're working on right now, and we really could use your feedback on, is for our client communications in this environment, it's become very clear to us that we need to be able to communicate to you all often and effectively um, and in a timely manner. So what I mean by that is when we put out a communication, whether it's an email, a newsletter, um, whatever it may be, we need that to get to all of our clients um, within, you know, within a day. So how can we do that better? Are you all on social media? Does email work best for you? Uh, would you rather just see things in our monthly or quarterly newsletters? Do you like the video conferences? Are you listening to the podcast? So we want your feedback, um, and there are, I'm sure, ideas that we haven't come up with, but our commitment to you is that we're continuously looking for new ways to, to communicate and to serve you all. So um, please, you know, take those for, for in whatever manner best suits you. We've, we have a lot of events in our practice, and a lot of those events have been put on hold, and a lot of them have changed. So let's just go over those real quick. Um, our picnic originally scheduled and has been um, probably for 20 years, I think Mike and Sean have been putting that on. Um, normally in June, it's been moved to October 1st. So October 1st is going to be the picnic. Um, as of now, it will still be at our same location as always, but we're going to combine that and our annual fish fry into one event. Our next capital market outlook, which is a staple of our practice, every quarter we've been meeting since 2007, and in April, that was the first time we've missed that in 13 years. So disappointed to do it. However, we didn't miss it. We just did it virtually like this. The next capital market outlook is going to be in July. And it is um, also going to be virtual. So um, we have a speaker coming in from Milwaukee, Mr. Michael Antonelli, that was featured on our podcast on April 9th. Uh, great interview uh, with Sean Perry. If you all hadn't checked that out, please do. Um, scheduling flights and all of that, we have just went ahead and decided we're going to have that one virtual as well. Um, you know, we'd like to hear some feedback. Do you all like the virtual CMO? We do want to get, we're, we're excited to get back face to face, but um, the virtual meetings are, we'll, we'll say they're more, more than, um, you know, be, better than not having it at all, for sure. Um, we have a ballpark event every August. It's to be determined, uh, a lot depending on what the hot rods are doing. and it's unlikely that we're going to uh, have such a large event in a confined space just a couple months from now. Hasn't been canceled though. Uh, be sure to check your newsletters and your e-newsletters for information on that. 
The last thing I want to talk about today is um, that next week we're going to be hosting a retirement plan participant education event. So a lot of you may not know that a big part of our practice is serving businesses. Uh, we have around 35 businesses that we service um, them and their employees. Uh, it's over 500 individuals that work at those companies, and we're going to be hosting four live meetings um, just like this. So if you or anyone you know uh, works for a company that may not be getting service like that, one of the sessions will be opened up to the public uh, for general retirement education. So many people out there are starving for it. They haven't heard from their advisor. They don't know what's going to happen. Um, they're scared, um, and they're just are thirsting for information. So reach out to us and we're happy to uh, to share that. So that's all I've got for us today. Back to Sean. Great, Drew, thanks for that. That was um, a lot of information and I uh, appreciate you giving that to us. Again, we're gonna turn this into a podcast as Drew mentioned. Um, so if there's somebody you know that you think, oh, they should have heard that, uh, we'll have that available here in the next week or so. Um, this is the client Q&A session and um, while I don't see anything typed in, and I, I had mentioned this earlier about the chat feature, one of the questions that we get uh, a lot, and I've actually gotten this even this week still, is, um, and Mike, I, I want to get you to answer this for me, but just the, when we're in volatility, the question of, well, why don't I just sell and get back in later? You know, it just seems like it would make sense for me to completely sell out and then I'll wait to get back in. Mike, would you just give us a, a 30 seconds on, on on how you would respond to that question? Well, there's a there's a number of ways to respond to that. I think the, the, the key thing is what do we think long-term will happen? And as we discussed earlier, we're confident that long-term our economy and our markets will recover. Uh, trying to time is, is, is futile. Uh, if you if you sell, uh, you you'll run yourself nuts trying to decide when to get back in. We do not recommend it. Uh, it is proven that most folks that try to time the market are unsuccessful. And if you miss just a very few of the good days, uh, your return will be very poor. Uh, so we do not recommend it at all. Uh, based on our confidence that things will recover over a period of time, and, and we're willing to endure the volatility. Thanks, Mike. Thank you so much. And we've got a great slide in our Capital Market Outlook this quarter that if you end up doing a WebEx or virtual meeting with uh, your advisor that we can go over that market timing information. So in closing, I just want to mention, uh, as Drew was talking about social media, um, the JPR uh, group on uh, Facebook. If you'll go out and like us there, we're putting a lot of information there. It's similar to what you see from our newsletter, and we get a lot of great feedback from our newsletter, so that's the type of information you see there. And then on your podcast, if you go in, if you listen to the podcast, turn on the notifications. That way, as we put out new content, that'll roll right up to the top of your feed. And I think I just want to end by saying, you know, we are trying a lot of new things. And Drew mentioned this earlier, and we've all talked about this. We believe um, in one of my favorite quotes is Ken Blanchard says that feedback is the breakfast of champions. And we believe that at the JPR group. And we want to hear, like, what do you think about the CMO? 
What do you think we could have done better about the advisor roundtable? We want this open communication with our clients and we want to grow and we want to be better. So reach out to your primary advisor and tell them, you know, yes, I feel comfortable doing WebEx or no, I'd rather wait and have my review in person. So these are the type of things we're, we want to hear from you. So thanks for tuning in. We're so excited to have this JPR roundtable with you and uh, look for this again coming up next month. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcast. You may visit our website at thejprgroup.com for more information about our team or like us on Facebook. If you'd like to speak to a financial advisor on our team, please contact our office at 270-467-9664. We hope to hear from you soon. This podcast is intended for informational and educational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. The information is considered to be from reliable sources, but its accuracy is not guaranteed. The opinions expressed are those of the show's host and guest and are not necessarily those of Robert W. Baird and Company, Inc. Baird does not offer tax or legal advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird and Company, Inc., a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC.